I'll just be honest. I'm pretty nervous. But I just want to share where the Lord's been taking me with in my heart. Just even before Bible school and just with the past week. And that's why I said what I did about the Lord because it's the Lord's work. Nothing that I came up with. But I just, just want to share that. Probably a lot of what we've already been hearing. But let's just read from John 15. I guess my thoughts this morning would be kind of nutshelled into taking up my cross. What that looks like, what that means to me. I just like to read John 15, 1 through 13. I am the true vine, and my father is a husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye abide. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another, as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And I guess the first thing I would like to think about in this is abiding in him, his words abiding in us. How we can do that to prepare us for taking up our cross to building our relationships. First one is to hide the Word of God in my heart. Just to just read it and just put it into my heart. And not only that, but to let it cut everything out of my life that exalteth itself against God. Pride, doubt, lack of faith, anything that exalts itself against God. That's how we can let the Word of God have success in our heart. I'd like to read 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. 
For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I have written down beside that prayer. That's one of our major weapons. One of the most important weapons. Together, too. Number three that I have here that the Lord's been teaching me is I'd like whoever can to quote the two the first two verses of Second Timothy two for me. This the first two verses. Number three that I had down is commit to faithful men. It says, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And right after that it says to commit the things that we have heard in the word of God to faithful men who can teach others also. I think that can have a powerful impact on our life. We can realize what that could do in my life to commit it to someone who is had a lot more experience who can just who has more experience in the word and that can help me to be strong in the grace it's, that's just something the Lord's taught me and I have a lot to learn there but that's just something about allowing about abiding in him humility and this is a thought I've had. The Word of God is powerful, but it is not to be used to attack each other. It's there for a purpose. Who is the enemy? It's not our brothers. It's not our sisters. It's not the people we have disagreements with. It's not the people that we have major disagreements with. Or, yeah. So who is our enemy? It's Satan. How? And then I have the question, how do we attack the enemy? Number one, by abiding in him. Hiding the word of God in my heart, going through that. By letting the word of God purge us. Sometimes that's brought to us by our brother or sister. Um, that's something... I don't know, I never thought about that much until this week. It's been talked about is to be easily entreated. Am I willing, if there's something in my life that God wants to purge out of me, am I willing for the, my brother to be able to bring that to me? Prayer. It's one of our weapons to attack. Unity in that. And committing to faithful men. I will not wield the sword rightly if I have not fully died to my own agenda and pride. (coughs) 
That's something I've, yeah, I'll just confess. I don't, it, it'd be, it's easy for me to say that. But really, what's the reason for wielding the sword? I have an agenda. I want something to see happen. What's my motives behind that? That's going to determine how much effect that's going to have in my life and in my brother's lives. I'm thinking of, too, as we go back home as in our families and in our church families and our congregations, just the people that we're with, the people that we rub shoulders along with. That, that's what I'm thinking about here and how it's going to be in our life. And that goes, yeah, back to John here. And that goes to verse 13. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. It will be hard. And that's easy to say too. I think I have a lot more to learn in that area, but what did Jesus do? I got a very valid question. What did Jesus do when he went to the cross? Just think of the Garden of Gethsemane. Just think of when he stood before Pilate. All of that. He was no respecter of persons. But he died for every person. That's something I have a lot to learn, and I just confess. I've come, even to Bible school, just I look at people, and I'm just, it's easy for me to just pick out the ones I want to click with and the ones that I'm like, I don't know. I'll confess that. It's a weakness. But it's not Christ-like. Then I'd like to read James 119 through 20, through verse 20. Beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. I don't know about you, but I think I have a lot to learn there. And kind of stemming from that, being swift to hear, to hear people's hurts, to to get down on their level and be willing to speak, but to hearing is our first responsibility. Stemming from that is a question, what is my idea of unity? Now, what I mean by that is, what's your motive of unity? Is it something, is it about me? Or is it about others? This is something that has been clear to me, hasn't been before, but it's becoming more clear. Is it everyone else coming to agreement with my personal preferences and agenda? Or am I willing to walk in humility, uncompromising on the Word of God, 
and to literally be a doormat for my brothers and sisters. Who was the greatest doormat in history that you can think of? Jesus. I've, I've been blessed by thought that that shot that was shared in our prayer group. Jesus was the greatest doormat in history. And looking at it in that concept just gives us kind of the feel and what it would be like to be Christ-like. What we would be willing to do. That was the evidence of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' life. Going to the cross. And just another thought about that. Thinking of trumpets like we've heard a lot of this week. Our trumpet will make an uncertain sound if our pride is clogging it. If you want, or you won't hear anything at all. Uncertain sound is just going to be okay. Where are we going here? What's going on? What's the alarm? Um, if our pride is clogging it. Just the, the key verse through all this would be by this show, all men know. And that's, see, John 13, 34 through 35. A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. <coughs> by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have loved one for another. That's a miracle only the work of the Holy Spirit can do. It's, and that's what's going to bring God glory. Is that men would look on and see this kind of taking up our cross. Being swift to hear, slow to speak. Going to take up our cross, just lay down and be a doormat. No, we're not going to compromise in the Word of God. That's not the same thing as laying down our personal agenda. We can stand firm on the word of God, but we remember who the enemy is. We're not attacking our brother. We're attacking Satan by loving our brother, by saying, where are you at? Can I pray for you? I'm willing to be, am I willing to be the initiator to walk in humility? And that's what's going to point men to Christ more than anything. And so that's basically what I have, and that's just it's just the journey the Lord's been leading me on, just to, for thought. For sure. Let's pray. Father, we just come to you this morning. We just thank you for your mercies, Father. Thank you for your redemption, that you can redeem our biggest mistakes, you can redeem the worst life out there. You can redeem our pride. You can redeem all of us, Lord. And we believe that and we trust that, Lord. We want to seek your face today, Father. Just to behold you, Father. And just to learn more how to take up our cross. To really and honestly take up our cross to lay down our lives for our brother. That's not just a catchphrase, but it 
really has impact in our life. Help me to learn that, Lord. Learn how that applies. Lord, I just thank you for the many blessings we have right now. I want to thank you for the food that we have, for those who have prepared it. Pray that you would just bless it, that we would use the strength from it to seek you, to do your will, that your name would be glorified above everything, that it is not of us, but it is of you, and that all of our life would just point to that. Again, I just thank you for a new day and just new mercies for your grace. Just help us to be strong in that grace and to walk together in the battle that we face in life. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Thank you for that. And we ask this all in the name of Jesus. Amen.